The New England Patriots trading for Jimmy Garoppolo narrative is really heating up. It's been a topic of conversation amongst the media and the Patriots fan base for weeks. It's been talked about a lot on the Deer Pass Nation podcast, released weekly. But this last weekend, it really has anybody who covers the Patriots in a frenzy. Let's start from the beginning. Between free agency and trade, which quarterbacks are most likely available? Cam Newton, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, Jacoby Brissett, and Deshaun Watson. Out of the quarterbacks listed, Watson doesn't feel like a realistic option at all. And yes, there are other quarterbacks who weren't listed, but outside of Watson, this list is the best of the worst. New England has two options. Sign one of the veterans listed and draft a quarterback like Mac Jones or Trey Lance in the upcoming NFL draft, a move that will probably force the Patriots to trade up. Option two, call the San Francisco 49ers and make an offer that they can't refuse and take on Jimmy Garoppolo's $24 million contract. Now, Garoppolo wouldn't be a bridge quarterback for New England if the Patriots made this move and brought Jimmy G home. They would be trading for him to be their franchise quarterback. This puts the Patriots in a tough spot. Currently, the 49ers have no reason to trade Garoppolo outside of getting out of under his contract. San Francisco doesn't have an option to replace Garoppolo, and because of this, Bill Belichick would have to present an offer that the 49ers couldn't refuse. The reality of that offer means the Patriots would have to most likely what most people would perceive as overpay for Jimmy G. The Patriots can't go wrong, and they can also fail miserably with either option. That's what happens when you no longer have the stability of Tom Brady that he gave you at the quarterback position. However, living in the past doesn't solve the Patriots' current situation. Regardless of what option Belichick chooses, he's going to do something. And the results won't just impact the 2021 season, it will impact the Patriots' future in its entirety. Nervous yet? What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Ray. I'm with my boy, Connor, and welcome to the Dear Pats Nation podcast. And we are back. Yes, we are. And ladies and gentlemen, let me take two seconds to remind you about our Patreon page over at patreon.com slash DPN sports, where we put out daily content over there for only five bucks a month. No tears. It's just like having another YouTube page. You get all exclusive content for $5 a month. Last night, we did a live stream with the Patreon audience and we actually, Connor, we actually had patreons on the stream with us they weren't just asking questions in the chat they were on chatting with us and that's something you and i discussed yesterday we're going to do every two weeks yeah absolutely and you're going to join the next one that is correct so you can actually if you're a part of the patreon crew we send you a link and you can actually come on the stream and be a part of the stream and talk about the patriots red Sox, whatever you want to talk about Head on over to patreon.com slash DPN sports. And I also want to take this quick reminder to tell you about our merch shop. You guys asked for it, so it's arrived. The Dear Pats Nation merch shop is now open and live. Show some love for the podcast by going over to teesprings.com slash stores slash DPN and get your hands on the newest Dear Pats Nation merchandise. 
All right. Let's talk some Patriots, don't shall we? Yes, sir. So before we even get into the whole Jimmy Garoppolo thing, we got to talk Mo about channel. Mo Channel. He yeah, says, buddy. quote, the Patriots talks with Houston have become very serious. The two are close to a deal that will send Sean Watson to New England. Now, this was the topic of your Patreon last night. It's almost a it's almost a guarantee at this point. Now that an insider like Mo Channel has put that out there, I think we can start planning the team around Deshaun Watson going forward. When you saw this, was this just a total eye roll to you? Yes, yes. Thankfully, at this point, I'm very, very familiar with Mister Mo Channel. Um, he's broken a lot of stories, like Julio Jones to the Patriots. Uh, um, we've, we've we've seen a couple other big ones out of him. He he's one of the special insiders over there on Twitter. Yeah, it's just we know this isn't true. I just I just wanted to share it because I know it's it's funny to you and I, and sometimes we just got to do something for each other, right? Yes, yes. I think a lot of people are familiar with Mo Channel as well at this point. All right. So before we get into it, Doug Kide to put out a tweet today, and I just copied a piece of it, and it said Jimmy Garoppolo, Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson, rookie Gardner Minshew, Cam Newton, Marcus Mariota, Jacoby Brissett. Those appear to be the options that the Patriots can pick from. Obviously, yeah. Deshaun Watson, probably not realistic. Dak, probably not realistic. Yep. But, but if we eliminated Jimmy Garoppolo, Deshaun Watson, and Dak Prescott, Ooh. before we even get into what we want to talk about, how do you feel about the options of Gardner Minshew, Cam Newton, Marcus Mariota, and Jacoby Brissett? Yeah. Um, I, I feel like we're, we're staring down another 7-9 season at this point. <laughs> Um, I mean, based on the numbers and, and what we've discussed, I guess Gardner Minshew might be the best option. I know I was kind of low on him, but when we went back and looked at all the statistics, he probably has the best statistics over the last couple of years. Now, I'm I'm a fan of Marcus Mariota, and I've said I'd love to see the Patriots take a shot at Marcus Mariota. Have I been able to convince you yet that we should take a shot on him, or are you still concerned about that elbow? I'm concerned about that elbow, and I, I don't know if I'm totally sold on Marcus Mariota. I mean, I, I guess when we're looking at, at the competition here, he's probably one of the better people, probably a better option than Cam, definitely a better option than Jacoby Brissett. Gardner Minshew, he had some pretty good stats, but also I, I don't know how much of that was when they were uh, losing like 31-10 to 10 in a lot of those games. And a rookie, we have no idea what we're going to get with a rookie. I think a lot of the rookies are going to need to sit for a couple of years before they're ready to come in. So, yeah, Marcus Mariota might be the best of the bunch. Now, we don't know for sure that'll be a couple of years. It could be one year before they're ready to come in, right? Right, so, that's true. That was a little doom and gloom for you. I'm not used to you being a little doom and gloom. I know. Yeah, may, yeah maybe a couple of years is an exaggeration, but I, I don't think that they're going to draft a rookie and we're going to expect him to play right out the gate. I mean, maybe maybe they could, but I'd be surprised. Has the negativity of the chat gotten to you? Maybe, maybe, maybe. Are I you, haven't uh, even looked at it yet today, though, so I can only well, imagine. Know, Lawrence and I talked about this because um, uh, of a tweet that went out. And if you want to hear what it was about, Connor, you can watch the show before Lawrence and I because okay. you watch our stuff, right? I absolutely will. Because I know you admitted two weeks ago that you've never listened to the podcast. I've never listened to any other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that goes for joe rogan everyone um but basically i was saying like i think that there's people in the fan base with a really negative outlook of this patriots team just based on what the media has been like for the patriots right yeah definitely and i think the uh patriots fan base leans a little more towards the negative side to begin with 
throw in the last season and the whole whirlwind of the media out there. It's it's been a bad concoction so far. Yeah, I think it's this thing when you're just looking at constant negativity that it just it, it messes with you. Yes. Right? It, it just it messes with you. Yeah, absolutely. So Bedard came out and he said that Jimmy G, Mr. Roppolo, the heir apparent to Tom Brady prior to 2017, is far and away the Patriots plan a at quarterback for the 2021 season mm. and as i said i believe plan if he's the plan for 2021 he's going to be the plan moving forward as well you're bringing him in to be your franchise quarterback mm-hmm. yeah Init- initial thoughts on that yeah i i, I don't i don't know I, i've heard so many things about jimmy g at this point i don't know what to believe anymore i i mean i don't know if they're gonna have to trade for him i know originally i was definitely expecting him to be cut just based on the cap numbers for the 49ers but now they don't really have any other option at quarterback i don't know if Bill's gonna try and pull off a trade but it, it would be pretty bold for him with him obviously still being under contract for the 49ers saying this is our plan is to have jimmy g be our quarterback when he's not technically a free agent he's still under contract with the 49ers and who knows if they actually are going to trade him or cut him maybe they're not i know uh their their gm said recently that they are planning on keeping him and moving forward with him so who 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 knows uh, i i'm a little confused with the jimmy g i wouldn't mind getting him obviously i'm a fan of jimmy g but i don't know if the 49ers are actually going to cut him or trade him it doesn't take much to confuse you though does it no very little so so now i i, I don't know what's going to happen with jimmy g <laughs> um I had a whole point and then I had to come up with, I did take that little dig at you and now I forget what I was going to say. Oh boy. No, but would you agree though, that if the Patriots did make a move for Jimmy Garoppolo, that this is, this isn't to be a bridge guy. This is to be a franchise quarterback for at least the next five or six years. Right. Yeah. I mean, five or six years for sure. I think Jimmy G's like late twenties. Right. I don't even think he's 30 years old yet. But like you're not, dra- I'll look it up for sure. But you're not drafting Jimmy Garoppolo, or you're not uh, trading for Jimmy Garoppolo, and then draft trading up and drafting for Mark Jones, are you? Or Mac I mean, Jones? I wouldn't think so, because if they're gonna go out and actually get Jimmy G, I mean he's young enough that he still has at minimum minimum five years left in him. So why do all this? Go out and get Jimmy Garoppolo if you're trying to have him replaced in two years. Why not just bring back somebody like Cam Newton, move forward with him, and then move on to the next guy and whatever one to three years we'll call it connor you and jimmy garoppolo will both be turning the big three zero in 2021 okay yeah i had a feeling i thought jimmy garoppolo and i were the same age when's your birthday that makes sense it's in july so in july uh, i will be the big three oh you are I'm not older looking than, fo- i'm not looking were, forward to it you were older than jimmy garoppolo am i he turns tw- he'll turn 30 in november wow so that's so I've had a little time on him. That's why I've been able to do all this, and he's still mulling around in the NFL. Yeah, that's why he's just an NFL quarterback. And yep. you have a job that works ridiculous hours, and then you get to do a podcast with me five days a week. That's right. Yeah, Jimmy G is definitely looking at this in envy right now, thinking, I wish I was a little bit older so I could do something like that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you're just, you're, 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 you're like, what is that old saying where like all men want to be you? That's right. <laughs> Especially someone like Jimmy G. Oh, of course. I mean, he's definitely looking at you in envy. Um, and you shouldn't do envy. You should, you should be content with what you have in life. That's right. Um, now, I know that you're saying it's a bold move by Belichick, like putting his eggs in the Jimmy Garoppolo basket when he's under contract by another team. He has no control in it. But 
if he is the plan a wouldn't we have to assume that he knows something that we don't know yeah that's a very good point because obviously there are so many things that go on behind the scenes i'm sure at this point bill belichick's talked to their gm and knows something i mean i would be shocked if they haven't at least had some sort of like opening conversation regarding the entire thing if he's that like convinced on Jimmy G potentially being the quarterback for the future of the Patriots. I would imagine there's some lines of communication that are being opened and Bill's not just in his head saying, I'm going to have Jimmy G be our quarterback without actually talking to anyone. So Mike Reese wrote about Jimmy Garoppolo this weekend, and I suggest that everybody go check him out on his ESPN article. I think Mike Reese is one of the best in the business. Yeah, definitely. But in his article, he wrote, if the Patriots put all of their chips on Garoppolo and the 49ers bite, it would come with notable risk. Mm-hmm. And obviously that falls around the whole injury situation. Does that concern you going forward with an injury prone quarterback like Jimmy Garoppolo, if they are bringing him in to be the franchise quarterback? Yes, definitely. Because at that point, if they're going to ride with Jimmy Garoppolo and think that he's going to be the franchise or whatever, even if he's just a guy that they plan on using for the next say five seasons and he starts to have the injury problems, they're kind of in no no man's land because if they don't draft the quarterback, they're not planning for anybody else, and the, the plan is to just go forward with Jimmy Garoppolo for the foreseeable future, and he starts to have even more injury problems. I can't imagine as he goes into his 30s, things are going to get any better if he continues to have you know it, issues and his body breaks down. They, they might be kind of stuck if, if things go awry with him and he, he keeps having problems. Okay, so right now we're talking in the reality that Jimmy Garoppolo is not the quarterback of the New England Patriots, correct? Yeah. We're not in some fantasy world where he, we're talking in the reality, Jimmy Garoppolo is not the quarterback of the New England Patriots. No, he's just somebody that could potentially be on the radar. That's how I look at it. Okay, so this is where I want to go now because I want you to give me two predictions, right? We're going to go Connor, Connor's famous prediction. I'm ready. I want you to give me the Patriots, what you think the Patriots ceiling and floor would be with Jimmy Garoppolo as their quarterback. Uh Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. Yep. I want you to give me what you think the Patriots record would be with Jimmy Garoppolo as their quarterback in a hypothetical situation. Yep. And then I want you to go full Connor and pretend he's actually signed with the team and give me what you think the prediction would be if he was actually the Patriots quarterback. So right now I would say 10 and six for the Patriots. If they actually the floor or the ceiling. That is, that's me right now, presuming that they don't have him. If they were to sign him, I would immediately say they would go a minimum of 12 and four. (laughs) So that would, that would go to the ceiling. If he does not come to the Patriots or whatever the floor, I would say seven and nine. I don't, I don't see them going worse than seven and nine. If Jimmy G came over, I don't think they would digress at all. So right now you have the Patriots ceiling at 10 without Jimmy Garoppolo. Yep. What is their floor without Jimmy Garoppolo? It's hard to say. It really depends on who they bring in, but I'll say their floor is seven and nine because regardless of whoever they bring in at quarterback, I don't see them digressing. So you're telling me that the floor stays exactly the same regardless of who the quarterback is, but Jimmy Garoppolo just boosts that ceiling through the roof. Jimmy Garoppolo should boost it somewhat. Absolutely. I I don't think they'll be worse than they were last season with Cam. I think the defense is going to be better regardless. The offense is going to be better regardless. And then I I think Cam will, I mean, uh, Jimmy G will have a better season than Cam Newton. All right. So Corey B, one of my favorite Twitter followers, put out something today and said, the Patriots are more than a quarterback away from winning a Super Bowl, so paying Jimmy Garoppolo $24 million doesn't make much sense to me. He's never healthy, and what weapons realistically are you adding for him? 
Is that a fair point? That's an excellent point. Yeah, that's a, that's an issue as well. Before, when I was looking at Jimmy G, I was taking it under the presumption that the 49ers were going to cut him just because they were going to save a ton of money on the cap. And that was kind of, you know, the preemptive assumption that they weren't going to have him anymore. They were going to cut him and move on. But if they actually have to trade for him and bring on his contract, that kind of changes everything because he has a pretty big contract. $24 million is a lot of money to tie up with Jimmy Garoppolo when you know that he has a serious problem staying healthy. Um yeah, that that might be an issue paying him that type of money, but I I don't know where what Bill's thinking if he thinks that that's worth it and he's ready to tie up twenty four million because on the same token twenty four million dollars isn't astronomical compared to what most quarterbacks get paid, but it it's still a lot of money. Without trading for Jimmy Garoppolo now, and yep. presumably overpaying, right? Because that's what it sounds like. Because if you're San Francisco. Why are you trading away Jimmy Garoppolo unless you know for sure you've got a quarterback in the wings that you're going to bring in that you like more? Right. Unless they pull off the trade. We've heard rumors that they've t- called Carolina about Teddy Bridgewater, which which is concerning because if San Francisco is looking at Teddy Bridgewater over Jimmy Garoppolo, you're yeah. talking a $4 million difference in cap. Right. To have more faith in Bridgewater than because I don't think you're I don't think you're bringing in Bridgewater just to shed Garoppolo's cap for four million dollars, right? I I would imagine not. I mean, if I were the 49ers, I, I wouldn't really be that interested in in going out and getting Teddy Bridgewater opposed to Jimmy G for a couple million dollars a year and a difference. That's that's kind of alarming unless they really are that concerned that he's just not gonna stay healthy. Okay, so with that being said, the Patriots are going to have to overpay to get him uh, if they're going to trade because they can't wait. They can't take a risk. In, well, no, they can't. Even, it's not even a risk. They can't wait until the trade. Like, they need to. Okay, free agency starts in a week. Yep. Like, we're a week away. The Patriots quarterback is still Jared Stidham. Yeah, that's definitely a concern. If the Patriots are going to attract offensive weapons during free agency, we've all talked about them needing – do they not have to make this move like in the next couple, like the next few days or That's, can they go into free agency? Don't worry. Say, don't worry. We're working on the quarterback situation. That's what you would think, but I think one of the big issues with the 49ers is they might wait and see who they're able to get in the draft because I don't know if they have their heart set on trying to get a quarterback in the draft, but then if it comes around and they don't get him, their backup plan is to keep Jimmy G, but that kind of messes up the Patriots because they would need to get Jimmy G before the draft, and they'd probably want to get him in the next week or so, but the 49ers might not want to – potentially trade him or cut him or do whatever they're going to do with them until they see what happens in the draft. And if they're able to get whoever they might have their eyes on at the quarterback position. So it, it's going to be very interesting to see what they do there, because I don't know if they'll cut ties with Jimmy G not knowing who they're going to be able to draft. All right. So I'm going to ask you this question and I want to ask our audience who's watching the recording of this podcast live as well. And Connor, you can start pulling out their comments in a minute here, but I'm going to ask you, are you ready? Can you multitask and listen to this question and answer it and look at the chat at the same time? I'll do my best. (laughs) Are you in or are you out on Jimmy Garoppolo? I'm in. I'm in. I'm in on Jimmy G. I say pull the trigger. Let's see what happens. He would obviously fit the Patriots system. Um, They're looking for a pocket passer like Jimmy G. He's definitely familiar with the offense. He would fit the mold with... uh, with Josh McDaniels, 
I say try and see what happens because he was the uh, he was the original plan to replace Brady to begin with. So the roundabout things that happen in the universe, here we are again. And let's 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 just do it. I say. All right. What's the audience saying? The audience is saying out. Overwhelmingly, out. over yeah, a lot of people saying out. Do you have any examples for us, Connor? The Dark Stars here says out. CN four twenty says out. Darkstar again here saying uh resigned cam. Chad Chad out in quotation marks and less cheap. Uh Mike Larry, here we go. He says in, but still draft Jones. Ooh. All right. All right, let's talk about that. Let's keep that let's keep that comment up, Connor. Do you see a point, Connor, of paying Jimmy Gro- I mean, Jimmy Groppel's got like two years left on his deal. Yeah. Do you see, but it, again, I, I believe if you're bringing it, first of all, if you trade Jimmy Garoppolo, let's talk about this because you're going to be overpaying. Are you thinking possibly a first round pick for Garoppolo? Are you thinking that number 15, it could cost that 15 for Garoppolo? Like we're seeing what it's uh, caught, what other quarterbacks are costing them. Would you, okay. Would you rather Jimmy Garoppolo or would you rather Carson Wentz? Mm. Because if you'd know. rather Jimmy Garoppolo, then you would value him higher than Carson Wentz, right? right. So I'm asking you, be honest. Don't do it by what it's going to cost. If it was free, would you rather yeah. sign Carson Wentz, an injury-prone quarterback, or oh, yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo, an injury-prone injury quarterback, quarterback, but one guy that we know knows the off knows the system and could go right into the Patriots' offense? Who would you rather? Right, and uh, I probably would still rather Jimmy G. Although I think Carson Wentz upside still pretty high, but but you're you're gonna put more value on Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, that means that you either have to match that second conditional second round pick. Yep, which is probably gonna turn into a first rounder, right? And a third round pick, or you could give the fifteenth overall and get Jimmy Garoppolo. I think that's what it's gonna be. So I think if you get Jimmy, I don't think the option to trade Mac Jones is there, right? Right, that might be an issue too. I mean, I've been taking for granted the fact that I think that they were going to cut him this entire time, but it's looking less likely now, and they might hold out. And if they do want to draft the quarterback, they're going to force the team's hand and make them trade somebody for Jimmy G. So that 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 might end up getting into a bidding war with a few teams over him. Uh, what else are the people saying? McChicken's saying the same thing here. He says in, but draft the rookie. Um, let's see here. Cody Lasik says tapes have been evaluated and scouted and Newton can't read a defense at a rookie's level and he's inaccurate <laughs> scrub. Okay. Yeah. But you know who he's not? Chad, Chad Kelly. Is that the he's, name? He's not Chad Kelly. He's not Chad Kelly. Chad Kelly is the next Tom Brady. Oh, uh, beyond Tom Brady by this point. Touche. Red devil says out on Jimmy G. Um, well, we actually have uh, some good news for you, Ray. If you want to hang out with Cam Newton, Cody is sending him to Canada. Oh, you can come hang out here. Borders yeah, are closed, go. though. Borders are closed at this moment. He can't come over. But uh, of- when they open up, man, I'll I'll gladly sit down and have a drink with Cam Newton. I'll have a blast with Cam Newton. There you go. Again, a lot of uh, a lot of people who are either out on Jimmy or if they're in, they also want Mac Jones or another rookie to be drafted. That's what Hanif Seven G saying here. I'm in on Jimmy G, but we need to watch Mac Jones slash Kellen Mond. Kellen Mond might be available for the Patriots if they also sign Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't think you can have Jimmy Garoppolo and Mac Jones. You would have to make a decision on that. So people who are saying Jimmy G and Mac Jones, I'm curious to know 
which one you want because it's got to be either or. Right. We got uh, Mark Mullaney here saying tear up his contract and give him a new one. Um, yeah, I mean, that would be ideal not to not to take on the contract and be able to pay him a little bit less, have him restructure, or if he got cut to obviously have a totally new contract to begin with, but well, I don't if know if gets, that's going to be he, possible. If he gets cut from San Francisco, it's a totally different situation You're because now you can't yeah. get Mac Jones and you can get Jimmy Garoppolo. You can give Jimmy any contract that you so as well please. Uh, right. But they're not going to get Jimmy Garoppolo for a million-dollar veterans minimum either. Like, let's not fool ourselves on that one. John Smith's got my type of uh, optimism going on here. He says, Belichick will be picking Jimmy G up for pennies on the dollar once he is released. It'd be nice. It would be nice. But again, what's the timeline? Like, how important is the timeline here to Jimmy Garoppolo's release or eventual trade or whatever that may be? Like, we're we're, we're now entering... Can I ask you this question, Connor? Yeah. Did you think back in January when the Patriots were still playing football, before we even got into the playoffs, did you think on March 7th, week before free agency, what time, when does free agency start? Uh, March, it's it's coming soon. It's like a week and a half away, I think, at this point. Is it the 17th or something like that? Sounds right. Because I know uh, then there's like that legal tampering period or wherever we can talk to people, but you can't. I don't. I don't know how. Yeah, but that's like you. March 17th. So March 15th will basically be when the legal tampering period starts. So yeah, that, so that's a week from tomorrow. That's a week Monday. So a week yep. Monday, and then Wednesday it starts. Did you think March 7th, a week before legal tampering starts, and ten days before free agency starts? Did you think that the Patriots would still be without a quarterback if they were going for it in 20? Because you've been one of the people on that train of they're going to go for it in 2021, right? right. Like that's been your thing. So I don't want you to talk about drafting a quarterback or nothing. That has nothing to do with 2021. Did you think on March 7th, a week before free agency, the Patriots still wouldn't have their quarterback? Well, I was expecting Jimmy G to get cut and the Patriots to sign him somewhat originally, but I... I don't know what I don't know what's going to happen at this point. I I figured they would have figured something out by now, and I've changed my mind because further on, I thought that halfway through last season they would still have Cam as the quarterback. By this point, they'd be moving forward with him. Um, Jared Stidham's obviously completely out of the picture at this point, so I, I don't know. It's turning into more of a free for all all of a sudden. So, are you still? all for the Patriots going for it and going all in in 2021 trying to compete? Or are you starting to come over to the dark side a little bit where you're starting to look at 2022, 2023? Yeah, that's definitely more of a realistic uh, option. Now that I really sit back and look at it is the fact that this year might not be a year where they can win the Super Bowl. And if it's not a year where they're necessarily going to get a Super Bowl, I don't know what, what the point is to really going 10 and 6, 11, maybe 11 and 5 making the playoffs and having an early exit and kind of not really setting themselves up and just delaying the inevitable at some point, they're going to have to really try and plan for a couple of years from now where they can be a serious Super Bowl contender. Because if you're not going to win the Super Bowl, you're essentially playing for next season as it is. So can you be open and honest with me for a second? Yep. At which point did you change your mind from all Cam Newton needs is more weapons to bring the Patriots to the next level to get to the point of Cam Newton isn't enough? 
probably towards the end of last season where it was kind of the same time where I was getting tired of him saying the same thing at all the press conferences where we need to do better, need to play better, need to be better. Because at first I loved the accountability. I thought, you know, it's not really Cam's fault. He doesn't have any help. Josh McDaniel's play calling kind of stinks. He obviously has no weapons, et cetera, et cetera. And then it got to the point where it's like, he said this like six weeks in a row, man. Like he's been saying this like since week six, week seven. And here we are in whatever week 13. And he's saying the same thing. And the Patriots almost have no chance at the playoffs at this point. It's like that. Uh, I, I just don't know. It's at this point, he's just not playing well and there's no real excuse for it anymore. So, okay. So if you're now on that train of, Hey, let's go to 2022, 2023. Let's, you know, let's let the 2021 season go to the wayside, which I'm okay with if they're doing a proper rebuild. As Lawrence said, the team's going to have to take steps and look better to know that they're going to be competitive in 2022. Yeah. But why not just start Jared Stidham? Because I don't think Jared Stidham's going to be the future, to be honest with you. I, I don't know. I'd, I'd rather see them go out and get a, a rookie at that point and somebody who they can build towards being the future because Jared Stidham might not be the guy for 2022-2023 or the guy that's going to go forward for the next five years after that. So he might just go out there, win five or six games, and then not really build towards anything. So he's not really the guy to go for, but he's not the guy to build the future either. All right, man. So before we take our stop, any super chat so I don't miss anybody one of those? Let me go look down here and no. Okay, perfect. So if we can clear the chat. Oh, wait. Ladies- I lied. There's one right here that just came in from Ross. And he says, had to pull over Cam at vet minimum and draft Trey or Mac. So that's an option too, right? Is And I've already said, if they go with with Trey Lance or, or Mac Jones or, or, you know, Mon and some, one of those guys, then I'm fine with Cam Newton coming back because he's yep. just going to be there to be a leader. We still have very little expectations for 2021 and the Patriots are going young with a young quarterback. Yeah. In some senses, it makes sense for the Patriots to bring back Cam. And this is one of them. If you're planning on not trying to necessarily go for it in 2021, put Cam out there, have him start molding the young guys and then working towards the future. But to bring, if they bring back Cam, they also have to have a backup plan for the future. Well, because you're you're also really in a situation where maybe Cam Newton proves me wrong and he comes out and Mm -hmm. plays great. And if he looks exactly the same, it doesn't matter because our expect. I think that for me as a Patriots fan, and I hope for you, Connor, because oh my gosh, the expectations you had last season. But I hope for the both of us, or I hope for you, and I know for me that my expectations for this season are much lower than they were in 2020. Like I got that sort of dose of reality, what the Patriots can look like for the next couple of years. So I'm okay going in a little weaker. And hey, man, if Cam Newton proves us wrong, I owe ross a jersey and you know the the patriots are competitive and they have their young quarterback behind them right yeah which would be absolutely ideal and that's that's the the benefit of looking at it this way is that best case scenario cam significantly improves they have a way better team they make the playoffs and they make a run for it worst case scenario is he's the exact same but they have somebody waiting in the wings and they have a better plan for the future and a big shout-out to Ross. I hope your father-in-law is doing okay. He is at Mass General right now uh, recovering from surgery. Um, so I hope that you and your beautiful fiancé and everybody is, is is healthy and well. Or, or I hope that you guys are coping with it okay, and I hope that your father-in-law pulls through. Yes, sir. All right, let's clear the chats, unless there's more super chats. Nope. That was it. We are... 
We are going to take a pause for the cause here. And you can hear from our sponsors over at the Rocky Mountain Barber Company, manscaped.com, fcustom.com. I'm going to ask you to take a minute and a half and listen to about our Patreon page. And you're going to hear about the Deer Pats Nation merch store. I did a survey. I did a poll. You guys all said one break. So it's one longer break. When we come back, Connor and I got a couple more things to talk about. We'll finish it off with some of your questions in the chat. Visit RockyMountainBarber.com and get all the products you need to take care of your hair, beard, and skin. Get their small batch, all-natural beard bombs and oils, pre-shave oils, lotions, hair products, razor blades, and so much more. Visit Rocky Mountain Barber Company and use the promo code RAYROUTE and save 5% off all your orders. Get your small batch hygiene products at RockyMountainBarber.com. You can get your male hygiene and grooming tools and take care of everything below your belt from manscaped.com and use the promo code RayRoute and you'll save yourself 20% and get free international shipping. So take care of your boys and get all of your male hygiene and grooming tools at manscaped.com. Fcustom.com is your spot to find the best custom baseball, basketball, and football jerseys. Choose from hundreds of designs and colors and customize the jersey any way you want. Use the promo code RayRoute and save yourself 10% to get the best custom jerseys at fcustom.com. Hey, if you enjoy the lighthearted, wholesome content that you get from the Dear Pats Nation podcast, YouTube, and Facebook page and wish that you could get more, you are in luck because Dear Pats Nation has launched our Patreon page. We didn't add any ridiculous tiered levels of support. We're not asking you to pledge 20 bucks a month for five bucks. That's right. Five bucks a month. You'll have access to daily exclusive Dear Pats Nation videos. You'll get traditional vlogs from Connor, Sarah, and I talking about the Patriots, the Celtics, and the Red Sox, but we'll also have exclusive interviews, behind-the-scene footage, bloopers, early views of videos that aren't available on YouTube, live streams exclusively for Patreon members, and that's just scratching the surface. We're not going to make you pay a monthly fee if we're not committed to adding and making it the best possible experience for you. We're not in this to get rich. We're not in this to rip you off. We just want enough to pay our bills and being able to create on Patreon is just one way we're trying to do it. So please come check out our check out our Patreon page over at www.patreon.com slash DPN sports. We've also left the description in, or we've also left the link of the, in the description of our YouTube and Facebook videos. We don't think you'll be sorry. So please at the very least, at least go check it out. And if you don't want to sign up and you don't want to pay, that's all right too. We ain't mad. You can still expect us to be here streaming live every Sunday through Thursday at 9 PM Eastern time. But if you want to get more, go check us out over on Patreon. You guys asked for it, so it's arrived. The Dear Pats Nation merch shop is now open and live. Show some love for the podcast by going over to teesprings.com slash store slash DPN and get your hands on the newest Dear Pats Nation merchandise. All right, Kyle. Whoa, we switched sides. Oh, yes, we did. There we go. There we go. For those of you on the podcast, Connor and I were on different spots on the screen. All right, man. So uh, we got this tweet tweeted at us today from Patriot Nation, mm-hmm. and it said, if the Raiders offered the Patriots Mariota and a third for Stephon Gilmore, would you like? Would you take that trade? Yes. This is the only thing, though. That would be something where Bill Belichick feels comfortable moving forward and Mariota as the quarterback, and that's that's totally up to him and Bill we trust. You know what I mean? But that, I feel like that would be fair compensation. I'd be willing to trade Gilmore, especially if they're going to get a third in return for it and then use Mariota as the future of the team for the, for the next several years. So if Bill likes Mariota that much, absolutely. 
Well, and I think that you and I have talked about how because of situations, and I'm not going to go deep into it because I just talked about this either last night or Friday night. I think it was last night um, by myself. But Stephon Gilmore, the contract is bad, right? They need to sign yeah. a new contract. There's a whole bunch of narratives around him that doesn't work right now. Stephon Gilmore, the player, is still phenomenal. It's everything yeah. else that is kind of thing is, is kind of locking things up. I've said that a third and a sixth round pick, possibly just a second, was a fair compensation for Stephon Gilmore. Granted, what's everything coming with him? So I think Mariota on a third is more. I would jump on that in a heartbeat. I think it's more than fair compensation. I think it's a great trade. Yeah, definitely. And I think the Raiders could really use him. All right, your boy, the Fantasy Wolf. Is that really your boy, or do you just know him from Twitter? Oh, no, no. That's one of my good friends. I grew up with him. Yeah, that's your boy, right? He puts out a lot of interesting stuff, so I pull from him a lot. Uh, so your boy, the Fantasy Wolf, You want are you going to reveal his real name or no? First name? Um, yeah, his first name's Chris. He's actually the commissioner of Chris? my fantasy league. I'm looking at the trophy right now, so he I call him the commissioner. Oh. He's not the one who uh, calls the people's grandmothers, is he? No, no. That is my other friend. Can he, you, he can you, you said it on your... You, you said it on your podcast. Can you tell the people the story of your buddy and what he did to, to your over fantasy football? Yes, a friend of mine who was also playing another friend of mine in fantasy football. You can say uh, his name. You said it on your podcast. It's public. I did. Okay, so Pat, he messaged another kid, Nick, and he messaged the grandmother on Facebook this long thing about how he was going to beat him in fantasy football, and he's not afraid of his little grandson, Nick, and that, and that they better be worried that he's coming for them this week. Um, needless to say, the grandmother was very concerned. <laughs> did she even get what he was talking She had, No, she had no idea what he was no, talking did about. Did she even realize it was just fantasy football? I don't think she even really grasped what like fantasy football was. And he was like, my no team's going to kick your grandson's team's net. <laughs> no idea. I don't think. No, I think she was, I think she was generally genuine, genuinely concerned about what he was saying. She so was like, I'm not afraid of your grandson. My team's going to kick his ass this <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> and, she, and she was like, well, what is this? So I got to ask you the guy. So I got to ask you the guy who. Did the grandmother like call the guy and fight? Did the guy get pissed at Pat for doing it? Um, he definitely wasn't thrilled about it, but he also understands that that's Pat's stick and that's what he does. So I don't think he was surprised by any means because he's been doing this type of stuff to us since we were 10 years old. So he, he wasn't surprised, but he definitely wasn't thrilled to explain to his grandmother why his friend was messaging her on Facebook with uh, borderline threatening remarks regarding fantasy football. Did the commissioner get involved? Um, the commissioner definitely uh, encourages this type of stuff. It's a very competitive. He encourages league. The behavior. Yes, it's it's this league is. Um, I compare it to people who take uh, video games extremely serious. That's us when it comes to fantasy football. We're like the nerds who go absolutely all out for whatever video games people play these days. I don't know. I don't have any other Dungeons and Dragons or anything like that, but that's us when it comes to fantasy football. <laughs> Did you just football. say Dungeons and Dragons? Is it, is it that a game people go like obsessively all out to play? Uh, well, I know that it's still a thing. Yeah, because we take it way too seriously. I got to ask you, the Fantasy Wolf, is his last name Wolf? Yes. Because he spells it with an E, so that's what I thought. Yep. Yeah, he follows me on on. He must follow me because of you. I have to assume. Potentially, yeah. He puts out. A, he's a smart guy, though. Yeah, he he's definitely like, you know, very he's, good he when it comes to fantasy football. He says a football. lot of interesting things. 
Yeah, he follows uh, the Patriots he's very also, closely. He's also, he's also jacked. Yes, yeah, he's pretty big. Definitely goes, definitely goes to the pretty gym. Pretty big. But you could kick his ass, right? Whoa, for inflating your ego here, kid. If you're, if you're listening, I'm bo- we're boosting you up here. You're jacked. You got a lot of good knowledge on the team. You're running a good fantasy league over here. Can you tell one more story? Um, is it a specific one? Yeah, I'm going to ask you a specific story. I'm yeah. saying, are you open to telling another story? Probably, yeah. This this is one that you told on the original incarnation of DPN Sports or DPN Commentary on Sportscaster. Yep. Honestly, this story could have came out episode one for all I know. And for those of you who don't know what DPN Commentary is, that was the original podcast that Connor and I were on uh, over on Sportscaster before we, we came over to YouTube. Can you tell the people the story about your one and only fight? I don't remember this. Oh, you told me this whole story about how you you got all jacked up to fight this kid. And then you showed up and you like ran away. Like, I think he grabbed you or something. You like got loose and ran away. You told the story hilarious. I was on my floor peeing my pants laughing. I don't remember the story at all. Um, you told me the story. Did you make it up? Really? Are you a storyteller? No, not really. I really don't. Have you ever stories. gotten into a fist fight before? Yes, but I don't remember this at all. How many fist fights have you gotten into? Recently, very few. I haven't gotten into fights since I was a kid. I mean, this must have been when I was, I don't know, 19 years old then. I don't, even know, a, like, I don't even know if it was like a high school That was a blur. High school, I mean, I don't know, 17 to like 22 was a blur for me. It was, there were a lot of uh, excessive, excessively uh, drunken nights between high school and college that I don't remember all of the logistics of, but that's all I can imagine. I don't remember this one specifically. Unless it was when I got when I got robbed by some people who were on serious drugs when I worked at a gas station late at night. That one I kind of remember. Maybe that was the one I told you. No, it was nothing. No, maybe one day I'll draw your memory because you. I'll have to go back and look at it. I'm starting to think you lied about the story. Now you can't remember your lie. I don't think so. I don't remember this at all. Or you told somebody else's story as your own. Potentially, I don't know. I'd have to go back and listen to it, and because if you draw, if they drug my memory, I might remember more. But okay, I'm gonna go listen to all the old podcasts. Yep. Yeah. Let me know. Give before me a Sportscaster clip. deletes them all. Ah, uh, that's and true. I, and I will tell you about the story. Okay. Oh, well, sorry for wasting everybody's time. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know, my biggest fear is I just thought about this the other night. I was lying in my bed the other night thinking, what if Connor gets a girlfriend? I know. Then what will I do? Will I have to retire from the show? Well, I mean, you're going to have to spend some. You're going to, I mean, especially the dating phase, you're going to be with her all the time. That's true. If you, you better got hope a, no one swipes right. If, <laughs> do you have Tinder? <laughs> I don't have Tinder, no. No. Do you need a Tinder coach? I can get you a Tinder coach. Do you know a Tinder coach? I could find them. I'm down. All right. I could find them. Let's see what we can do. I'll get some pictures of me on the podcast so I look cool. But they're going to have to know that you're busy every night from 9 p.m. till. I'm busy every morning, every day, every night. Well, that's my concern. If you get a girlfriend, you got to make me a promise. Yes. 
if you get a girlfriend, you at least got to try to find a real nine to five so that we can do the podcast before you go out with your girlfriend. I'm trying my best to find a nine to five already. So let me, let me ask you, are you try trying, best. are you trying harder for a nine to five or a girlfriend? A nine to five right now. Okay, good, 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 yep, good, good. Definitely. That's, that's my biggest fear is you're going to get a girlfriend and the Ray Connor connection is, is gone. It's done. It's finito. You're, you're afraid that a, a female might be able to replace you? I, well, I, I, assume, <laughs> I, I assume, considering the fact that we've never met in person, that yes. you brought me in a heartbeat. <laughs> Depends on how attractive these Tinder dates are. Yeah, but if you get a girlfriend, you're going to want to spend time with your girlfriend. That's a very good point, because I don't know where I would fit that in at this point. Like, if she says, let's go to the movies, you're going to say, no, I got to go and do my podcast with Ray. You should, <laughs> but are you going to do that? <laughs> like, I commit I, my life to this podcast, like, outside of what you and I do together. If I'm not true. working my full-time nine-to-five, I'm doing this podcast, and you know that because you get text messages from me from all times of the day and night about stuff I'm doing. That is very true. I want to know right now, if you get a girlfriend, if you get married, I don't care if you're on your honeymoon. I want to know <laughs> that this podcast is priority because I'm trying to get us places. And unfortunately, what I've done is I screwed this up. Yes. But I have made us a couple. I have made us a pair. Yes. And I don't think that I could branch off on my own. I mean, Sarah's great, but Sarah's going to leave me one day. She's going to go do her own thing. She's going to find her own partner. She's going to have her own podcast. We know that. We're a stepping stone for Sarah. Tyson's got his own thing. He's not going to want to do stuff with me. Lawrence is a Colts fan. He's not going to want to make this a full-time gig. Yeah. I can't go back by myself doing this again. Right. Right. I don't know. Maybe you'll be able to replace me. Maybe you'll get the fantasy wolf to take over for me. I don't know. I can't have people. My co-host can't be smarter than me. (laughs) Because really, if, if the person is smarter than me, what purpose do I have on this show? Entertainment looks um overall voiceage knowledge so i'm here for the voiceovers is that what you're telling me <laughs> i'm saying that i don't have tinder um as after this point i i think that i should not download it um and the podcast will continue on i don't want unless you- a, unless a woman appears out of thin air I don't Although want Summers you... has been saying this for a while, I got to say that he's been telling me I have to get a girlfriend for like three months now. Summers needs to mind his own business. <laughs> Unless Summers wants to see you disappear, you're going to be this occasional guy that shows up. It's going to be me and I. Connor's not here because he's with the girlfriend again. <laughs> just me, guys. All right, I'm putting this on you then. If you do okay. get a girlfriend, yep, and you do have to quit the show because of her, mm-hmm. you have to find the co-host for me. That's fair. And it can't be very fair. I, I kind of want Powder Riley. Okay. Okay. He sounds like a guy that him and I could have a good time together. Absolutely. Would him and I get along, do you think? I think so, yeah. But he also, he also has a, a girlfriend and kids. Yeah, but that's different. Once the kids are involved, then you can plan your life around a podcast. That's true. Because you don't true. you don't go out, you don't do things. You know what I mean? You go out, it's, you have you have your regular date nights that you work around the podcast. And kids go to bed very early, I found out. Not well, my when kid. they're young, at least. My my one's a teenager, one's 10. They're up all night. Yeah, touche. Touche. Um, I think him and I would yell at each other a lot more, though, from what you've told me about him. Yeah, probably, right? But that can make for good entertainment, especially here in America. People like when people yell at each other, I think. Is it O'Leary or, or is it Pat O'Leary or Pat O'Reilly? O'Leary, yeah. O'Leary. Okay, O'Leary. I knew what you meant, though. An Irish name. Yes. 
Do you think he'd be a guest on the show so I could get to know him a little bit? Yeah, we could bring him on, I'm sure. I'd like to bring him on as a guest because I need to feel this out. I need to feel this out. I need to, because you're going to leave me one day. I know you are. And I want you to look at that microphone in absolute disgust and shame and feel guilty every time you look at it and know that you've left me hanging. Ooh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to gift the mic, the microphone, and the the, the uh, laptop to somebody. Then, huh? <laughs> your your mother's watching there. Your father is showing your mother this right now. And she's going, "No, Ray, stop! Shut up!" <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, he's gonna Portuguese finally have accent? a chance. No, no. Oh, she's not like real Portuguese. No, no. We're we're American. We're American sized, or however you want to call okay. it. Americanized. Americanized. Yeah, American-sized. that's what I meant. American sized. <laughs> Americanized. <laughs> We're uh, we're American. Who's frozen? It's probably me. Hello. No, you're fine now. You only froze up a little bit earlier. Oh, then you froze then. Oh boy, that's not good. One of us froze. All right, should we talk football? Just a little. All right, so your boy, the Fantasy Wolf, yes. which I spelled his last name wrong. I apologize, Mister Wolf. Look for wide receiver Nelson Aguilar to gain interest from the Patriots once free agency period starts. Mm-hmm. And that's a guy that I've completely overlooked. He actually quietly had a pretty good season for the Raiders last year. He had a couple games where he exploded and he was catching like a 50-yard-plus touchdowns. I'd like to go back and look at how many yards he actually ended up with at the end of the season because he would be a perfect guy that would fit in there with Jacoby Myers. I don't necessarily see him being a number one, but I think he would be fantastic you know, in the mix with Jacoby Myers as the 2-3 guy right in there. The Red Sox lost 5-4 to today in spring training to the Atlanta Braves. Spring training doesn't define the season. At least that's what Gabby uh, uh, Hurlbut, the host of Boston Balling, obviously a syndicated show we have here on Deer Pats Nation, also an ESPN employee. But what's amazing to me, Connor, is I I, I assume you agree with her. Spring training doesn't define the season. You're not going to look bad on a 5-4 to loss, right? Only when it looks good for the Red Sox, then yes, it defines the season. But when it, it doesn't, is. then no. So it depends. When the Red Sox are doing well, this is an indication of what's to come. When they're not, spring training doesn't matter. There it is, because I wrote that to her today. I said, you're absolutely right, including when they're hitting home runs all over the park. Yep. And she goes, well, it's good to see the young guys coming out. And I'm like, oh, no, Gabby. <laughs> you're not objective whatsoever. No, it's epitome it's, it's, a Boston sports fan right there. It's it's practice. I mean, when a coach can come out and end the inning like it's seven-year-old T-ball, um, it's it can't be taken that serious. But you're now 0-2 against Atlanta. Are they? I haven't been able to watch a spring training game because they keep playing at 1 o'clock and I'm always at work. So I have not been able to see anymore. Very rarely. I work six to seven days a week. The past couple months, past couple weeks, I've been there seven days a week. Like you were getting every Wednesday off before the occasional Sunday. Now you're so, they're not hiring, eh? They just, all those people left and they just said, the hell with it, Connor's got it. Yeah, they. It's very difficult for them to hire. They have people that work there that that do a horrendous job that they want to fire, but they have nobody to replace them. They can't figure out people. They actually hired somebody. I think it was a month or two ago. He was supposed to start on a Monday, and he just did a no call, no show, and they've never heard from him again. He just never showed up for his first day of work. They called him. He never answered. Just never, never came. You didn't get hit today, did you? No. At work? 
Yeah, you didn't get rear-ended at work or anything. Oh, no, no, no. That's that. The only issue with that, I have rear-ended some a truck, a customer's truck into a tow truck. That was a couple of years ago. But in the snow, people play bumper cars every once in a while. Yeah, you did that and you had to pay the $1,000 deductible, you said, right? I did, yes. I had to pay $1,000 for that. That was not fun. I was not they happy. Did, they didn't charge you for this one, did, you? did they? No, because that wasn't me. Yeah, that wasn't me. So that's the right. thing. If, you, if you're driving and you hit you back into something or you hit somebody, you have to pay $1,000 out of pocket. 20 years ago today, Patriots Hall of Famer Drew Bledsoe signed a 10-year extension with the Patriots. This $103 million deal was the richest in NFL Ooh. history at the time. Crazy. That's Drew crazy. Drew Bledsoe th- then lost his job. Yeah. And that's crazy to think how much the money has gone up in 20 years because imagine having one of the best quarterbacks in the entire NFL right now for $10 million a year. <laughs> the The money has gone through the roof. And shout out to Drew Bloodzo. Oh, he was a great insane. guy. It's, it's crazy. It, it isn't, the, inf- the inflation is insane. Shout out to Drew Bloodzo, though. He was a fantastic mentor for Tom Brady. Never complained. Never, you know whined about anything when Tom Brady did take his job. He did the best he could to to help coach the kid up. I look forward to competing for my job. That's is that what he said? Line, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I look forward to competing for my job. Yeah. All right. Last one. This is from Doug Kide. Demir Bird is set to hit free agency in March. The Patriots could bring him back at the wide receiver if the price is right, but they need to aim higher this off season. Agree or disagree? Yes, absolutely. If they to bring back someone like Demir Bird, um, I see him being more of like a three, four guy, similar role to they had last season, but he's not going to be a game changer by any means. All right, guys, we got about eight minutes left, so let's get some chats going here, Connor. All right, we got a super chat here. I've been holding on to from Ross. Shout out to Ross. Thank you, sir. He said, my DPS crew in chat, thank you from me and fiance. No problem, sir. The no McChicken problem. gang has you back. Let's see. We got uh, Eric Super Patriots here. He says, if you trade for Jimmy G, Stidham will end up starting. So why waste picks trading for Jimmy G? Why as well start Stidham? Uh, unless you're saying Jimmy G is going to get injured and Stidham's going to come in, that could obviously be a thing. But if Jimmy G's in the Patriots, absolutely no way I see Stidham starting. Yeah, I agree. If you're talking about... Stidham will eventually be the starter because Jimmy G is hurt. Then I could 100%, 100% agree with you <laughs> that that could happen. If you think that if you're saying that Jared Stidham's going to beat Jimmy Garoppolo for the job, I I disagree with you on that. So a few people that were in here commenting about the potential girlfriend situation, but uh, Lawrence Owens says, "Who wants Connor's OnlyFans account link? DM me for the account link, uh, ladies and gentlemen." So we gotta I make was, we gotta make some money on the side. So I was um, yesterday talking to my wife, and I was talking about because we did the Patreon live, and she goes, "It's funny they were just talking about Patreon on the radio the other day," and I was like, "Yeah." She goes, "Patreon and OnlyFans is the two biggest <laughs> like ones." I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "You're on which one?" I'm like, "Patreon." She's like, "You're not gonna get an OnlyFans," and I just like, <laughs> "No." I'm like, Connor, Connor and I, I don't know. Like, we've talked about it before, like how people would want us to pay them to subscribe yes. to our OnlyFans. Which which would be fine, right? You want to hear something? My cousin has an OnlyFans. Is it a popular one? 
I don't know, but <laughs> she charges a lot. I've never paid the subscription to go see what my cousin does, but her her description is very graphic and very provocative. Okay. And gotcha. I haven't told anybody in the family. Nobody in the family knows what it is. Yeah. She puts some like provocative looking pictures on Facebook. And my dad's always asking me about these pictures. And it's always got a link to it always says want to see more. And then oh, a link okay. to OnlyFans. And if you read the OnlyFans, it's 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 because it's my cousin, it's gross to read. Yeah, okay. Hopefully she's at least getting that bag. I don't know. I don't care. I haven't talked to her about it. It's, okay. Um, it, it's we just it, it's something that my family doesn't know, and I've chosen just to ignore. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. My wife's like, "Did you go in and look?" I'm like, "No, I'm, like, I'm not paying a subscription to see my cousin in that position." No. Touche. <laughs> She's like, "Well, I thought you maybe got like a preview." I'm like, "I don't know. Even if there was, I don't want to yeah. see it. I would have sent it to Connor and said, just tell me what it is." <laughs> Luke Neely here is given a flashback to producer Ben's one of his uh, famous quotes: "Never let the truth get in the way of a good story." That's your that's your story. There we go. Never let because the truth you, get you in the way of a good story. You told me a story now that you can't remember. I don't remember the story. I need to be re- refreshed. All right, we got another donation here from Ross. Thank you, sir. He says, "Fiance wants to set Connor up. Her girlfriend will let you podcast, and her dad has season tickets to the Red Sox and Celtics." What are you DM doing, Connor? Me. Do it right DM now. Me. DM, DM me. DM him right DM now. Me. Let me know. I mean, a somehow I'm going to get to a Sox game through yep. this. I'll, I'll figure out how I can make this to my advantage. But if she'll let you do the podcast five days a week, she's a keeper. I yes. I. I approve of this one. Ross, make it happen. DM him. And, and the dad's got season tickets to the Sox, kid. You should. Okay, so right now it's all COVID lockdown. You guys can't really go out, right? It's getting better. First date. Virtual yep. date. Live on air. <laughs> oh, boy. The uh, the pressure is on. I will grill the two of you. I will Fair sit enough. there and, and ask you both questions. That'll be the podcast for that night. Fair, Fair enough. This will turn into a dating show for me. Yes, I think that would be... We should do that. A Tinder podcast. We should do that right now. If anybody has any women that would like to, is looking for a long-term relationship with Connor, but Massachusetts would allow, area, right? From the Massachusetts area. Well, not even just the mass area. It's got to be within like three kilometers of his house. You know, he's not going to want to go anywhere. That's got to. It's got to be somewhere where it's a close, a close. I'm in go. the Mer- I'm in the Merrimack Valley. He's in the Merrimack Valley. So anybody very, in the Merrimack Valley close area, to Southern New Hampshire, she needs to like donkeys. Yep. Or Heavenly Donuts. Or Heavenly Donuts. I mean, you know, uh, likes to have a wicked pizza, you know, that kind of thing. Would allow him to do the podcast five days a week from 9 o'clock till 10 p.m. Hook it up. We'll do live dates right on the air. There we go. (laughs) All right. Keep it rolling. Outside of my personal wife, Matthew Matthews says, I bet $20 Cam will be the starter for the Pats. You can probably go bet that on DraftKings if you want. Yeah, and I wouldn't take that bet because you'd probably win it. I, it wouldn't surprise me either if Cam Newton's the starting, the starting quarterback of the Patriots this season. All right, let's see. Are you going to uh, give input to that? or? Um, based on gambling odds, if you're looking to bet, they were saying that I think it was uh, Marcus Mariota was the number one option based from like Las Vegas odds. Right. So I th- I think Cam was like fifth or sixth on that list. Ooh, I would put twenty on Cam if you really believe it. Yeah, I think twenty on Cam would pay like a hundred. All right, last question of the night. 
Let's see. McChicken Vlogs. He says, Ray, I can pull some strings to get you over the border. Know some high ups in the military and a couple border patrol officers. That's Yo, great, McChicken. but how are you going to get me back in? Do you know the people on the Canadian <laughs> side too? <laughs> because that's they won't a, let. That's me, a very good point. They won't let me back in on this side either. So, all right, can we have one more real comment? Let's see. Or did we go so far off the rails? There are no real comments. We are a little off the rails right now. Let me go to Skip Bayless here, though. Uh, he says it's mind-boggling to me how the goat. Taken hometown discounts 20 consecutive seasons and BB showed lack of appreciation to a QB that basically saved his head coaching career. He always staying in, in, uh, always true to form is what I want to say. True to form here, Skip. Congratulations on the new contract, by the way. Yeah, massive, 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 30, money. 30, 32 mil or something like that a year. Yeah, yeah, mm. generational wealth right there. That's a ton of dough. Well, we made $22 on our last uh, podcast, so I don't know. We're right. Up, we're coming right up your, your tail there, Skip. That's why Jimmy Garoppolo, okay, you can clear the comments. That's why Jimmy Garoppolo is jealous of your life. I don't blame him. If he, does, he, does he see the donations we're getting here? Thank you, Ross. <laughs> yes, thank you, Ross. <laughs> All right. Um, one last thing, everybody. I guess, I guess it's time. Connor, I guess it's time to tell them, eh? It's time. I'm nervous. Are you? I'm nervous too. First of all, let me start by saying thank you to everybody who has supported us for all these years. Uh, well, me for these years and Connor the last year. I mean, Connor, I think we really appreciate that, right? Absolutely. Appreciate everyone. <sighs> Connor, tell me to tell them about those socks. They're going to be legit, kid. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holawati from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app.